0: One, two, three, three <gasps> Well, welcome back to another episode of the Lawn Feed Podcast. Alongside me, as always, is Vince and andrew uh from rooted lonco and the dad bod Lawn, respectively uh what's hey, up hey. what's up um How i am Ope, your host tonight this evening uh switching it up a little bit and guys i'm excited to say because spring has finally sprung and i can officially say this because i'm the last to actually get into spring It feels like out of the entire globe. So the cool part is we've got 60s and 70s in the forecast. So I am hereby announcing the 2023 lawn season officially kicked off. Yes, hurrah, we made it. Uh, it, It's (laughs) official. We said it. It's go time. Um, So spring is a, a super exciting time because us lawn geeks are just really anxious to get get out into the lawn and, and start doing all of the things. So uh, th- this is a cool episode for us. Uh, we're bringing on a first-time guest to the show. Uh, we have Chris Klein, a co-founder and chief product officer of Rachio. Uh, Chris, without further ado, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. Excited. So welcome. Uh, yeah, th- this
0: is going to be a fun one. Um, Rachio is a, a very common name in the DIY you know, lawn space. Um, and, and we'll obviously get to know you a little bit here as the episode goes on. Uh, but Chris, being a first-time guest, the tradition that we uh, have is we do a, a, a segment with all parents who pop on called uh, Wins and Losses. and This is where us as parents can just openly chat about one recent win and one recent loss, which we all know that we have a ton of on a daily basis, um, within that arena that we just call parenthood. Um, so this segment is brought to us by our friends at Forefathers. Um, it's an elevated apparel company who celebrates the the do-it-all dad. So four dads just kind of hanging out tonight. Um, go grab some of their awesome polos uh, for any occasion or hobby, whatever have you. Uh, if it's lawns, if it's golf, if it's drinking beer, smoking meat, whatever it is, um, at shopforefathers.com and use the promo code THELAWNFEED to enjoy 20% off of your entire order so go check that out for sure so chris without further ado got uh one win one loss that you've recently experienced as a parent the floor is yours
1: okay um well i'll go with what's most recent so i'll start start with the win um we're kind of an outdoor family uh and so we like to do um everything from like mountain biking to skiing and, and getting on the river um and uh we just had spring break in moab and the two boys five and seven uh we got them onto uh, a green blue uh, mountain bike trail um and they did it and you know didn't cry and they enjoyed it and uh we didn't push them too hard and uh had a little you know two and a half mile loop so that was that was awesome Uh, a big win win for us
2: so green blue is that like an easier course or or track or
1: yeah yeah like green's like the easiest um and then there was just like a couple of spots in it that make it like a blue which is like the next one up so they kind of call it a green blue um and so a little guy had to get off the bike and you know kind of huck it up the rock but like he did it and that was that was awesome that's, that's awesome. kind of half the battle that's awesome.
0: yeah.
1: cool yeah how about an um
0: uh, you know we all know <laughs> you've fallen flat on your face this week so tell us about
1: it <laughs> I, I was actually just thinking about uh, what's happening upstairs right now is that the loss that um <laughs> In order to keep the boys quiet, uh, we, we had to put them in front of the TV because um, otherwise <laughs> they will be down here um hanging on my back. So uh, we had we had to do the TV thing to, to get them to be guaranteed to be quiet for the, the podcast. Yeah, <laughs>
3: so we awesome. know the feeling. Yeah.
2: Good <laughs> service. No doubt. A little, a little TV time won't hurt anybody. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Once in a while. It's good. Well, Chris, uh, again, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I... And the viewers probably want to know a little bit more about you. So, what's some background history on you and uh, Ratio?
1: Okay, yeah. Um, I'll kind of start uh, maybe like not being super detailed. That way, you guys can ask questions because I don't, I don't want to talk for the sake of talking. But uh, yeah, yeah my, cool. my my background. Um, I uh, graduated from um, school with a background in uh, commercial construction. So, I was uh, a product man a project manager in commercial construction. Uh, moved out to Denver. Did that for a little bit, um, two or three years in that. And uh, there were some things I loved about it and some things that um, I didn't. And um, decided to, to try and change careers and went back to school for a little bit longer. And um, while I was in school, really fell in love with technology um, and really started getting into software engineering. Uh, came out of school and did product management for a little bit and then slowly made my way into uh, software engineering. And then I did that for, you know, three, four year stint. And then, um, there's a story behind Racho, which we can talk about, but that's what kind of, uh, gave me what I needed at least to, to start the company. And, uh, my co-founder and I started the company back in, in 2013. And, um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's kind of history from there. But, uh, the main reason was, um, in 2013 2012, we were in our third year of drought in, in Denver, um, and they had a pretty big campaign on you know, how to like use only what you need is what it was called. And it was really all about like water conservation, uh, outdoors. And we just saw a need to make that easy for people, um, and, you know, protect their plants, protect their lawn, uh, and still look for ways to save water. And we found a way to do that through, you know, an app and, uh, connected product. That's awesome.
3: It's good to hear. So did you actually dive into the market with like smart technology right away?
1: Yeah. Um, the first product was uh, generation one, it was a Wi Fi connected product. And um, it didn't have any buttons, like there were no knobs or dials on it whatsoever. It kind of looked like oh, sort of a little funny story behind it. But it looks like an Apple. Um, I can't remember what their external hard drive was. Uh, that was a computer at one time, maybe like a mini. Uh, and um, it was just a square box that you put on the wall, and you plugged your wires into it. And um, then you kind of connected it to the wi- your fi and it connected the phone and you ran everything from the phone from there. And since, you know, we've done, we've had customer research and feedback and things like that. We've slowly added more, more knobs and dials, um, but not too much. Right. Just uh, kind of right. keep most of it on the phone.
3: Yeah. I think most people probably utilize the phone app more than anything. Right. Uh, if you have a smart controller, I don't see a whole lot of people going out in their garage and touching buttons when they can sit on their couch and do it from
1: there. Yeah. I mean, we have the data to back it up because we can like tell if you use like not like you personally but we can see like how many button pushes there are mm-hmm. um and for the most part it's like once or maybe twice a year that someone actually uses the controls and it's in the spring <laughs> and then like sure. sometimes in the winter right when they're shutting yeah. down and they're actually at the, at the system
3: yeah it's the guy they hired to come blow the sprinklers out who's running the zones <laughs> out there yeah
1: totally and turning them back on <laughs>
3: yeah so we all know like watering is super important to lawn care obviously you wouldn't have a lawn without water and uh, proper water and habits are like a central focus. of uh, Many people out there touch on some of the proper water and habits that are important and a few things that homeowners can actually do to impact how much water they actually use at their homes.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of ways to do it. And, uh, depending on the customer preference, they may choose one type of scheduling over another. And so we have a fixed scheduling, um, or fixed programming. For a customer and that's where they can choose hey every other day every two days every five days whatever that looks like monday wednesday friday however they want to do it and we'll set that schedule and then from there they can turn on skips so they can make sure they skip when it rains um they can you know do things and skip when it when it freezes but we also do what's called and i think this is really important to watering is a a seasonal shift and that's we where we see the biggest amount of savings is in the spring and fall um where a lot of people Which makes sense you know they set their schedule for um summer and then they water that the same in the spring and the same in the fall when you actually need much less water and so that's how we will kind of change watering um from a a fixed schedule perspective and then we have another schedule that we call our flex schedule and that just waters only as needed and so it waters every single zone independently and it always waters the same amount but then the frequency of it Changes so it might water every ten days in the spring and every other day in the summer, and that's really one of the best ways to water. Um, I believe it was developed. The, the concept was developed um, by Michael Dukes out of Florida, and it's called maximum allowed depletion um, out of Florida University. And I, I think what it is is basically like you fill. It's sort of like you fill up the bucket of where the roots are, and then you allow that water to deplete until like basically have an allowed depletion level, and then you water and fill it back up. Um, and by doing that, you know, you constantly keep the, the roots strong, um, and, you know, the, the plant healthy.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, so just for our listeners, we're talking to Chris Klein, co-founder of, and chief product officer of Rachio. So Chris, I've, I have a, a Rachio smart sprinkler controller. I've had one for just over about a year and a half, two years now. Um, and I know a lot of people in the DIY space have one as well. So our, our audience is, is, is very interested in something like this. There's a ton that had to go into this product, right? It has, it has a lot of, of cool features in it. Um, you guys have your Rachio weather intelligence technology that, that just offers a whole bunch of different cool features. You know, you just mentioned a whole bunch, right? Rain skip, wind skip, seasonal shifts, um, yeah. My favorite, and you just touched on it a little bit without even saying it, but the saturation skip, um, yeah. just to kind of name a few, right? And and you're obviously one of the brains behind the technology and the actual product that people put in their garage or outdoors, wherever have you. What all went into this and how have you really seen it evolve over time? Because I know you're a couple generations out of it. How have you seen it evolve and all the work that goes into it?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it all starts with customer feedback and really spending time with the customer on our communities in video calls in the field, and you know, really listening to how they've used the product, how they want to see it change, and then also trying to like marry that with just good science or you know, good good watering algorithms. But I mean, where it really changed uh, the first one was a was a fixed program, um, you know, kind of those fixed schedules, and really thinking about like what is the current mental model or the way that people water, and what would be like most familiar, and then how could we modify that and and make that a little bit more efficient and also better for for the plants so that's where we kind of started with the seasonal shifts and the rain skips um wind skips things like that saturation skip interestingly enough um is almost like it's like a derivative of like the flex schedule so when we went to a maximum when we created a maximum allowed depletion um schedule where it waters only when it needs to and thinks more about saturation than just like if it's raining or not um we then use that as a new type of skip and brought it over to the, the fixed programs um, so that you could kind of have a little mm. bit of like that flex schedule goodness as well. Um, and then from there, you know, it's just usability stuff, like making sure we're, we're building um, you know features that are easy to understand. And we still have some work to do, by the way, and then continually do, looking at the ecosystem as a whole. So last year we integrated a weather station. Um, people really love the concept of like weather in their backyard. Um, and really, just knowing that, like, what's happening in their yard is being recorded in their system, and we're using that to make smart choices. Um, and then, even you know, evolving the product more um, to, I think, you know, Vince might have a system like this, but um, allowing the same type of intelligence or similar um, to to be used in in an above ground system or a hose faucet based system. Um, so expanding it out to different pieces of hardware as well.
3: Very cool. Um, does your guys' system? Um does it go off of like your zip code and uses local weather stations? Um, How, how does it know, you know, to do the wind skips and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. And there's like, you know, there's, there's some pros and cons of this, but it's very flexible. So, um, you know, the pros, we have multiple ways to do it. Cons are sometimes it can be confusing, but where we're we're working on that is, uh, you know, one is you can choose um, a personal weather station that is around you um and so a lot of people hook their personal weather station up to like a weather underground and they'll allow that data to be sucked into you know the cloud for lack of better words and you can select that station so you might have a neighbor down the street and you say hey i want to use that i want to use that weather station
3: right i Um, I have one that's kind of why i'm curious too
1: yeah so that's how you would you would suck it in kind of that way uh two we have basically (laughs) a weather network you can choose from and that uses your precise geolocation um so a a true geo point where um your, your controller is and then we'll look at weather stations weather services a lot of different things and actually perform some like interpolation and say hey this is exactly what we think is happening right now what's happened in the past you know and what's going to happen in the future and then recently we launched a real like um full data integration with um a tempest which is a, a you know, just one of the brands of a weather station and that is more data than just kind of your personal weather station and what weather underground will give you it's it's all of the weather data like straight from your backyard and you know you can bring that in as well so you kind of have three choices that's pretty sweet
2: that's awesome i I just uh i had a i i received a weather station for christmas this year and i finally just hooked it up and i'm like constantly staring at it it's like it's like classic adulting (laughs) you're excited (laughs) about watching your your weather that's happening right outside your window but that's cool. That's cool that you can integrate that into your actual system. Um, and speaking of the systems, those who are lucky to have an in-ground system or in-ground irrigation, I should say this year at CES, you guys released, um, a newer product that caters to the homeowners in grounds, uh, sprinkler systems. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, that's our, our hose on timer. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, it's actually just as big of a market as the in-ground irrigation space, mm-hmm. and um, that's everything from, you know, sometimes the in-ground irrigation is actually there and it comes up and attaches to a faucet, to you know, people that have drip systems that they attach to a hos- hose faucet, to people that even have to move around a hose and you know, set up the, the sprinkler in a variety of different spots. But they're always hooking it to that outdoor hose faucet or hose spigot, whatever you know they want to call it. Um, and we have a new little timer that sits right there at that faucet, connects to your phone, you know, turns it on and off when it rains, makes it really easy to program, um, and you know, it's just a, a nice little little timer um, to help customers that have that type of system.
2: So it turns on and off when it rains. Does it sense when it's raining?
1: Is yeah, the same. Saying? Yeah, it uses the same um, weather intelligence that our controller uses, um, and can make cho- you know choices on like running a program or not um, when when it rains. Hmm. and these are available now they are um, they are going to be shipping uh mid-month okay where can well. uh, folks go to um find this product ratio because i'm interested yeah yeah <laughs> ratio.com is the the best place to go for now and um we'll start having it in some other channels as well uh as the the summer unfolds so
2: one last question on that um Is it, I know some systems it's, it's one, basically it connects to your host bib and it's one outlet. Um, Is there um, multiples like you can do four or one or
1: two, or is it just a single hookup? Right now it's a single hookup. Um, We're looking at a possibility of offering a, basically a multi-valve version of that. But we want to first, as always, we'd like to get it in the market, learn a little bit more about how our customers are using it. And then there are also um splitters that are available you know that you can hook up and you can kind of hook them up to the splitter and use them just like you would as a a multi-valve unit so we have we have ways to do that basically you can hook up to eight of them to our hub so that's what connects to the wi-fi and then that communicates out to the the valves um, so you can hook up to eight of them up
2: oh nice and again i'm just going to re uh back up a little bit Um, i misspoke i said uh for those who have it have an in-ground system this is actually for those who don't have an in-ground system. So if you don't have an in-ground system, this could be a good product for you. Totally.
1: Or if, you know, if you run from a hose faucet, this could work Mm -hmm. for you really well. Yeah.
3: So so a lot of our listeners are new homeowners or people that are looking to dive into lawn care and really dial in their irrigation systems. Um, What are three, like, biggest tips that you would say that you can offer uh, to them to succeed in their lawn with irrigation?
1: Hmm. Simplicity in programming um, we hear time and again I mean we just uh, did um, kind of like infield research with I want to say it was about 12 people. every single one of them, and this is constant has the irrigation controller that they moved in with. Mm-hmm. They're sort of unsure of what it run, what it's running. Um, they don't know the name of it. and mm. you know what they really want is just like, hey, how do I schedule this? and just actually know that something is, is going to run. Right. And then it's um, we have one of them like knows that the irrigation runs, if there's water on the window, right. In the morning, that's kind of <laughs> how they see like, Hey, did, did I, did I see that there's some water on the window and that it actually ran. Um, so we really help with that, like overall scheduling, making it really easy, setting up as many as you want um, for whatever variety of reasons you want. And then like giving you the information on your phone, like, yes, it indeed ran like that schedule was there. Um And then two, you know, it's kind of part of that is we actually recommend a schedule, so you don't have to guess on like how many minutes or what days to water. You just have to tell us what's in your yard and we'll actually create a schedule for you and then and then um, adjust it from there. And then three, you know, we obviously we, we adapt to like weather conditions and climate um, so that you're watering only what your plants need.
0: So what you're saying is that you can overwater and then underwater and sometimes
1: less well, is yeah, it's <laughs>
0: basically what you're saying. So mm-hmm. no, that, that that's, that's really cool. And I could speak, uh, you know, just as a customer um, on, on a lot of things that you just said. I mean, I, I know that my water bill went down from the one that my house was originally installed with. And I even did things like overseeding projects and all of that. And it went down, but I don't know the exact percent, but it was less than the year before. Um, and that was with a drought, right? So it's like, you, it, it's kind of a wake up call for a lot of people of like, whoa, what am I Doing. And, you know, I think it's clear to me, uh, you know, obviously having one, but it's, it's clear to me that Rachio's is committed to the conservation, you know, water conservation at more than just kind of the localized scale. You guys are after a global scale and trying to make a, a an input you know, or an impact at the global scale, try to make a dent in that. Um, it's April, right? So I think the, the, you know, everyone's kind of have you know, this circled on their calendars, April 22nd is Earth Day. Um, wh- what do you guys have planned for for things like Earth Day um, and, and just the overall kind of global impact of what water conservation is as a whole?
1: Yeah, you know, on Earth Day, we obviously always have our um, and this isn't just a sales pitch. It's just like we have our 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 sale of the year kind of thing. Right. So we make sure. it easy for anyone to get into the product, um, possibly when conservation is is top of mind and we spend a lot of time and effort you know, getting that information out. And then, you know, we obviously are excited about um, being in, in the business for, for 10 years. Um, now this, this, this go around, and I believe we're up to um, about 150 billion gallons of water saved.
0: That's insane. Like you put that <laughs> number out there. That's nuts. Yeah. And I was looking at, and, and I don't have the stat in front of me, but like I was reading something on like the EPA, like estimates that on a, daily basis the united states alone consumes or not consumes but uses like nine billion gallons of water and like they estimate like half of that is misused because of like evaporation wind like that kind of thing like that seems like a conglomerate i mean that's a huge number
1: yeah uh, outdoor watering is um very lopsided in terms of like the amount of water that can be saved um and you know versus like low-flow toilets, low-flow dishwashers, things like that. If you water outdoor and you have an irrigation system, you can save significantly more water just by watering the right way. And your plants don't get affected. You know, it's good for your plants, too. For sure.
0: And I know you, I mean, we haven't really talked about grass at all. Obviously, this is a lawn lawn podcast. (laughs) We've been talking about water, but, like, grass type and maintenance of your lawn and the grass, obviously, is a huge component to this as well. Like, if you're smart with, you know, the different cultivars of grass that you actually choose to put into your lawn you can make a dent just by doing that and maintaining your normal watering habits but then if you start doing smart watering like you're saying on top of all of this and you're making a pretty good foot you know a dent in in your own local footprint right you know it, so it's something to consider um, obviously there's a lot of good stuff happening and things are going in the right direction um and you guys are doing good stuff over there um, i'm a huge fan of it like i said i've had a a couple of years now and um you guys are, are are making your your name well known in the diy space so um well, well chris uh, for we obviously are super pumped to have you on that'll do it for for this episode of the lawn feed podcast but um thank you and Araccio for for coming on um before we go chris i want to give you a chance to to give uh the listeners and the viewers um a chance to get to know you guys uh, where can they find you on the interwebs on social <sighs> Uh, wherever, um, where, where can people find you?
1: Yeah. I mean, the best way to find out about us is just head over to, to com. Um, we'll have all of our links to the, the different social platforms, our community, you know, our blog. Um, and then, you know, we have a very unique name, uh, R A C H I O. So you Google that and you'll, know, you'll find us pretty quick
0: pretty quick. No, that's awesome. Well, uh, thank you again. Uh, there you have it. Definitely go check them out and go check out everything that you can do in your own yard. Um, and also go check out the uh, some extra sweet lawn swag to elevate the overall appearance of your own lawn by up to 69%. Uh, guaranteed. That's a guaranteed check Um, for that, no you guys back, but guaranteed. <laughs> there it is. There's the <laughs> fine print. Uh, I'm Hope. You guys, uh, Andrew, Vince. Thank you as always for joining me. Chris and Rachio, thank you so much for coming on. And until next time, guys, have a good one. Thanks. Bye.